0: Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interview straight from the heart of quarantine. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can also find us every Monday morning from 6 to 6.30 at bff.fm.
1: yo yo uh, we're really happy to bring this conversation to you, uh, especially during this time. We sit down with two of my old friends that I met in Guatemala, Anna Mangelsdorf and Lizzie Nahum, uh, respectively in Germany and Israel. <laughs> and I can't stress enough how grateful we are to them. Uh, our call-in was at 2.30 a.m., for uh, Anna and 3.30 a.m. for Lizzie. So uh, I I can't believe that they were even able to hold a sentence together, let alone share such really beautiful sentiments with us. So uh, we'll see you on the other end. And Lizzie have met, but this is uh, Aaron's first time meeting Anna. And just for a quick little backstory, we all met in Finca Isabel, which is this farm in um Petén, Guatemala. And we just all <laughs> as you do, yeah. And, and yeah. we and we just fell in love with the place, the the magic of the land. We fell in love with each mm-hmm. other as friends, and and thankfully that was ten years ago. Wow. And um, yeah, and and we're still. We're still hanging out today, so you know every time I have a chat with you guys, I always leave it feeling really good about <laughs> about uh, the state of the world and I love hearing your perspective and and you know I want to stress we're not here talking because we're experts in any way you know you guys are us just born in another country and and I think you know maybe a few years later, anna but um you know I, I just <laughs>
0: You I already calling me
1: out? Calling yeah. people out? All right. Older than us. We're all older than her. Anyway, um, but I just think, you know, it's hard to see things from a different perspective when you're in the thick of it. So just really excited to have this conversation with you guys. And and um, I, I mean, where to start? <laughs> I guess uh, I wanted to throw out some stats about the uh, coronavirus right now. So as of today in the in the States, we have 1.93 th- million cases and 111,000 deaths. Um, and in Germany, you guys have 185,000 cases and 8,763 deaths. And in Israel, you guys have 17,562 cases and 291 deaths. Granted, the United States is a lot bigger Obviously, but just you know, these numbers are are frightening, and and both of your countries have now kind of stepped out of the shelter in place, and you're kind of easing back into um, some sort of normalcy, right? Exactly. So, like, like, and and if you, if you want to start, like, what is your opinion of how your country has dealt with this situation? <laughs>
2: Well, at first, I have to say we are a rich country, (laughs) so um, our neighbors, for example, they made the lockdown like for real, so they didn't go out and they didn't have like the permission like we had like to go out to have a walk or whatever. Even Spain and Italy, they were like very like strong and did all this. Stuff and uh, in Germany, well, we were shocked, and uh, but we were not forced to stay at home, so I was like, uh, What is actually going on here? So I knew I couldn't. Well, I was actually planning to go to Guatemala this year, but I couldn't fly out, so I realized, okay, it's actually a bigger problem, you know. But, uh, well, so the stores got, like, small stores got closed, but the supermarket was still open, and uh, you were allowed to go outside, but uh, not with many people. But if, nothing really happened. So it was just... uh, like uh, you have to be aware about the situation and please handle like this. So I think it's uh, always a difference if you grow up in uh, if you live in a rich country or not, because uh, our hospitals are um, so we have so many hospitals. So you, you you someone is taking care of you or you someone is there who can take care of you, and it's uh, not like in other countries. Yeah. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah was actually quite a luxury lockdown, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, it's mm-hmm. also nice to have a president that believes in science. Yeah. It is a scientist herself. <sighs> you know, I, yeah. I, I don't know your your thoughts on, on Angela Merkel, but I mean, I definitely feel like her response was a lot better than ours, but that, that's not saying much, I guess. <laughs> true we true, did...
2: that's Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Lizzie, what, what about you? I mean, I know that when we talk about this, we always say like Israelis are used to pandemics and, and, oh, there's another issue that we have to deal with. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. in your nature to have, okay, what's going on? And, and this is how we deal with it. And I, I feel like you're really good at listening to what needs to be done at, as a people. Is that your opinion? Yeah.
3: In Israel, we're always alert. There is always emergency cases, like always something happening because security around us is always fucked up. And so when this corona thing happened and the prime minister came to the uh, public and said, okay, listen, we have to do one, two, three, four, five. So everybody did it because they know in emergency times, we have to listen uh, to what they tell us. And we're not rich like Germans, (laughs) but we know how to handle Mm -hmm. stuff. And we were laughing about it Angela about... (laughs) like uh, how you in the U.S. we compared you to emergency uh, time in Israel than in the U.S. like in mm-hmm. the movies mm-hmm. oh,
0: yeah.
3: we talked about it we were laughing about that um, <laughs> no but in Israel we always a lot. so when they said something bad is going to happen so boom Everything will close. like, uh, nobody can get into the country and get out of the country. So, and we didn't give, give a fuck about anybody else, like, okay, countries will be upset about us and we, we don't want to get them inside of Israel, but no, nobody's getting inside, nobody's getting outside, and this is why we have only, like, 230-something deaths,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and there most of them are, like, really old people.
1: hmm yeah. They're really at risk. Yeah. I feel like the U.S. I feel like we deal with things like a spoiled toddler, like because mm-hmm. we've never really had to deal with <laughs> in our lifetime, any war on our land. Um, and so we're just like, so spoiled. We don't understand the severity of issues. We want to make everything political, everything, everybody's trying to do something against me. And it, it's so selfish. And I feel like mm. because, you know your your country, and I, I don't know if you agree with this as well, Anna um, have had to deal with a lot of these things in your own lifetime. you're a lot more sensitive to things and you're a lot less selfish when it comes to the betterment of everyone as a whole.
3: Yeah, but you know usually we uh, we deal with like other countries, not with the diseases. It's different. It's also different for us. And we have a lot of like arguments about it in Israel because it's like really, really different, but still they we, we are very trying to
1: speak to the you know emergency the rules, yeah so you did have people kind of rebelling, but they they yeah. weren't taking to this they actually they did they did protest the stay at home, did they
3: the, yeah. Yeah, we have. We always have. Even in wars, we have people protesting about uh, the government. Like, if we having like if we uh, bombing Gaza, we have Israelis that protest against it. So also against the the disease, against the rules that uh, the prime minister decided to do. We always Mm -hmm. do that, and I like that. And it's very important that we can criticize the government, and we can say no, you are wrong. Maybe you think. You're trying to say that everything is. You have to do this, but we don't have to do that. So it's like it's very healthy.
1: Mm-hmm. For... Well, on the topic of protesting, I'm I'm glad that that we're turning to this because both Israel and Germany have stood. Um, alongside the U.S. and, and protested against uh, the brutal murders that are happening and the racism that's going on in this country. Uh, Israel and and Germany are among the countries in this world that have held protests. I think the largest one outside of the U.S. was actually in Hamburg, Anna. It was uh, 4,500 nice. people. Um, so yeah. so we really need that. We really need that unity from from other countries as well to, to, to keep, gi- give us strength and, and keep the momentum going. But I, I wanted to talk deeper about this issue of Of racism and and systemic racism and specifically coming from your perspectives, Anna, we can we can start with you. Um, You know, World War Two Nazi Germany was not that long ago. Um, And Mm. and I want to know from your perspective, like how are you taught about what it was as a kid and how do you think Germany has been able to move on from that if, if it has
2: big question so I was thinking about it already how did I grow up with this and how did I get educated and um, I came to to the end I got educated in school about the second world war and um, but uh, very early you got like the feeling that uh, you are actually guilty and so I, I remember I was very young maybe like 12 or maybe a little older I don't know and you opened like the history book in the lesson. And uh, um, it was always about the Jews. They were not like it was like uh, there were Nazis and there were Jews. And I was always like, OK, so Germans are actually there were Nazis, all of them. And OK, some good uh, people were living in this time, whatever. But I opened the history book and the one of the first uh, pictures was like um, a lot of corpse. Like, uh, I don't know what uh, concentration camp it was, but that was like a uh, very, very hard moment because I felt like as a child, as I was, I felt guilty for for actually for for the stuff my, the generation before did. And uh, I tried to talk to, to my grand, I had a grandmother, just a grandmother. I tried to talk to her, but she never talked about it. And... Um, I, I I grew up and when I was like um, maybe 18, 19 actually, well we went to a concentration camp, maybe we went to, I think I think we went to thousands of concentration camps, yeah. and uh, like the first video was always like very like, oh, oh shit, uh, this world, like Germany is like the worst country on earth, and um it's uh, the worst thing that can happen to you to be German because uh, you you are uh, violent and uh, racist and uh, whatever. That was like my thinking, like okay. And I never actually met a Jew a Jewish person, never. <laughs> but I mm-hmm. felt like um, um, they hate us, and uh, for sure they. It's totally okay that they hate us. And, um, yeah, then I went traveling, and I met Lizzie, and she was laughing awesome. I heard, like, the worst jokes about, like, I don't know, whatever. And I was like, are you allowed to laugh about it? I never I never did this. I are know, you serious? I was like, that oh, was oh, the wow, first time yeah. you met
1: a – that was yes. the first time? Was at thinker, yes. oh, yes. Wow. Okay. So, and,
2: uh, yeah.
1: No, no, continue, Anna.
3: I
2: will tell it later. Yeah excited. <laughs> <laughs> so then I realized okay for sure it's um the history of my country but uh, what I missed actually and all the education was um to to realize that um the people around me like old people were involved in it. So they some of them do still live and um it was very hard for me to like to, to, to figure out, okay, uh, in history they talk about like this old Germany, uh, like it existed and um, now it's a new Germany because um, well, after the war we got like separated and I grew up in the GDR Well, not, I did grow up in the GDR, my parents did grew up in the GDR so they had their own history again. And when I was born, uh, we had no wall anymore in the country, but I got educated of uh, as well of old t- teachers, and um, sometimes I was just thinking, what the hell are they actually teaching me? I don't get it. And now I realize, okay, it's a huge history. So it's the Second World War, then you have the GDR, then you have the whole Germany again, and and I totally understand that it's very hard to 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 actually educate. So. Um, But somehow they did a good job and, well, some still don't get it. But, uh, well, yeah, go back to the traveling. If I wouldn't have to, if I wouldn't go, uh, like, if I didn't, yeah, if I didn't go to, to, uh, wouldn't have go, whatever, to Guatemala, I would, like, I would never feel like uh, like not guilty, actually. Yes. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's crazy. That adds a whole new layer to that trip. It's that we so actually easy. never talked about.
0: Yeah. I don't love that story. I don't love the history, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I love that you just pointed out, which is something that I learned later in life, I guess. I don't know. Um, with Angie's help, too, just like knowing that travel is really important, mm-hmm. um, not only in your history, but in other people's history. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to start crying. Go ahead, Ange. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Like, no, go ahead. It's so, it's so incredibly important, but it's also, I know, a privilege that I mean, people it's... can travel. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone can get a passport. Not everyone can get a driver's license here in the mm-hmm. States. I, 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 I'm going to say that because it's true, but if you are privileged enough to travel, it's so important to just be outside your comfort zone. Um, I know I certainly was in Israel. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I can speak to that, but I'm so glad I went, um, because you can't believe everything you see in TV on TV. You can't so believe good. everything you read in books, it, history books, are history books in the U S. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you have to go outside and meet other people, even if it's in
1: different States, mm-hmm.
0: we all make assumptions mm-hmm. about other people and you just can't. So I, I'm so glad that you brought that up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, you, you said it's, it's hard. It's a hard thing to teach, but i also think the fact that you were taught about it is the important mm-hmm. lesson right like we weren't taught we were barely taught anything about slavery
0: if page, anything a, maybe a chapter maybe
1: yeah on martin luther king you know right. and that's it and but we weren't taught anything about it. And, and you know, maybe in Germany, you guys are a lot more extreme in the other direction. Maybe it was just shoved down your throat. You said, you know, your field trips were at concentration camps and things like that. So, you know, that's the other extreme, but at least you knew, you knew what exactly. happened. You knew why it was wrong. That mm-hmm. was never the question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and that's our problem is that we're never taught anything about it. So how we're bound to keep repeating it. Until we have these important conversations, you know, um, and mm. and and Lizzie, what is your perspective? I mean,
2: but but I about have to say, um, yeah. but, but the, like for right now, for example, they, we have like a, again, like a, 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 like how does it say a party? A, uh, a racist party again and they are strong and i'm mm-hmm. very confused because actually we should learn out of the history but they say mm-hmm. you know you, we are not against the jews we are just against the muslims and i'm like what the fuck it's the same bullshit. Oh, it's the wow. same so um, yeah, it's the wow. fucking same bullshit so actually history um could history. Um, come back again mm-hmm. but uh, there are a lot of people with uh, with the standing so i'm gonna smash their faces with words and love no! <laughs> but, it's happen- but it's happening what again so it's mm. happening the voices got loud and uh, mm. i remember in school that they said uh, be careful about the people you don't you can't hear and now they got a voice and they are loud and they're stupidly loud and this is actually freaking me out and but then i looked to to your trump country i'm like they're actually the most fucked up people, you know. They're poor things, you know. So I'm sorry, but but uh, when, I, when I was uh, meeting a lot of Americans in, in Guatemala, I was like, wow, with the education system of America is, I feel like, quite fucked up. Because they were like a totally different educated than I was. And I'm fucking privileged, I know. But I was so confused because it's such a huge country. And they uh, couldn't couldn't tell me something about their history actually and I was like ah that's crazy that's very crazy yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's embarrassing okay so on your trip you learned you met a great Israeli friend and then you met stupid <laughs> Americans <laughs> <Except> you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's all the education you needed right there Jesus Christ <laughs> but, but I was very confused because I grew up with
2: thinking like Um, America, the whatever, richest country, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I didn't expect something like this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oh, I'm I'm so, I'm I'm so so arrogant and I don't mean it like this. No, 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 no. It's
1: not arrogant. um, No. It's true. And, and that (laughs) reminds me, I was, I was traveling once and I met this girl. I think she was from Sweden or something. She was young. She was, you know, early twenties and she was talking to me about politics. She seriously knew more about American politics than I did. It was insane. And I was like, wow, you really follow American politics. And she said, I have to. You guys, you were the leaders of the world. What happens in the U.S. affects mm-hmm. all of us. And that was um, that was a, a powerful moment for me to hear this young, you know, 19, 20-year-old girl from mm-hmm. halfway across the world saying like, what happens in your country affects everyone in the world. And mm-hmm. so do you guys think that? The US is still a leader at this point. I mean mm. if really like we're just No, I girl. think
3: I think it's still a leader, but we are going down mm-hmm. because of Trump. Yeah, Yeah. I think like we Israel is very connected to the US. To the US. Yep. We are mm-hmm. very connected. You like um holding us, secure us, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and And now, I don't know, I'm talking about my opinion, how I see it, how my friends and my family, like my surrounding, you know, each one is a different opinion. I'm talking about myself and my surrounding. And and the way Trump look like and sound like, not good at all. We are like really afraid that the U.S. is a very... uh, Big, big, strong country that solve other people's like, you know, in the, I learned in the university as a student and my uh, lecturer told me that like uh, the U.S. is like the grown up in the world and it's the one that like solve problems and now there is no one, there is no grown up in the world. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? mm-hmm. like, the grown yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The grown the up is problem. not a grown up. Yeah. There
3: is no grown up now. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong. There is a child <laughs> there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Some children would be a better president than Yeah. There is no honest. grown up and we need a mm-hmm. grown up so the US
3: is like a how do you say like a, a leader of a not a leader like a, a powerful like, they're powerful. A powerful. Yeah, that's supposed to uh, control, help secure other countries. And now,
0: we- I, you know, as an American and a Californian and living in the Bay Area, maybe it's okay. Why? We don't have to be the leader because obviously we can't lead. And I think a lot of that was based on a lot of bullshit anyways. So
2: Yes. Hmm. And yes. A, lot
0: of, um, a lot of false truths and a lot of uh, history that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh oh, I better be careful. Anyways, go ahead and keep asking <laughs> <any> questions. <laughs> oh, Why?
1: Well, uh, no, yeah, no. I mean, they're are both really good points. I mean, if the leader has the right intentions, you know, and and then sure, but yeah, we can argue what were the intentions of our leaders in the past, you know, and uh, uh, and you know, I, I love Obama, but he's right up there too, you know. Nobody has been perfect. There have no, been myself. wars that have been started out of personal interest. Certainly. There and were there were police killings under Obama. Yeah, like
0: right. no one and
1: immigration. S- immigration yes. was an
0: issue under him as well. Yep. So yep. Mm-hmm. thank you to Ange's friends, uh, Anna and Lizzie. Uh, Anna was in Germany, Lizzie in Israel. Uh, speaking with us um, about COVID nineteen, as well as um, Germany and how they dealt, uh, how they've dealt with the Holocaust in their history books and with uh, with the public. And um, I appreciate them uh, just staying up all night and talking with us. Cause and it's not a that an was easy pretty, conversation. no, and that was a pretty incredible uh, conversation. I, I have to say so. Um,
1: yeah, I think it was so good that it lasted for two episodes. So, right, yeah, <laughs> be on the lookout for part two. Uh, we're we're gonna drop that in a couple days, and we're gonna get into it, it, some more heavy stuff. But, um, but I think really important conversations, and and really appreciate uh, their outlook on things.
0: Yeah, this is the shit that should be going on in D.C. Just saying. So don't don't worry, we're taking care of it, Trump
1: right don't you no worry shit. these conversations <laughs> these conversations matter and they change they make a difference yep and i and sure do they and they both give us examples of that so right yeah
0: in the meantime you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com don't forget to sign up for that newsletter when you head to the website we only send it out once a month
1: for behind the scenes footage and short clips of our interviews check out our youtube channel and subscribe it's brand spanking new <laughs>
0: You can also find us every Monday morning from six to six thirty at bff.fm.
1: Boy, yo, 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 yo yo
0: We are powered by GoTo Productions.
1: Pitch, please.